Greetings, everyone, and welcome to this special Sunday edition of the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, regardless of the day, as long as the word goes out, that's all that matters. Because today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. Traveling Pulpit family, forgive me for not uploading on yesterday. We had some technical difficulties that uh, could not get worked out in time, but now we have everything uh, worked out. Everything seems to be working properly, so let's go right into the message. You know, I find it or have found it very strange that there are many many social media pages showing people, some I know, some I don't know, that are so proud to display the badge of the world, the badge of mankind. And they give this encouraging statement behind it. I've got mine. Now you go get yours. What is it that we're going to get, Traveling Pulpit family? You see, I am not a part of this world, nor will I take part in any of the dealings that goes on in this world. You know, yesterday I wanted to talk about what will you do when your faith is called into question? Well, today I still want to talk along those lines, but I want you to know what happens when going with the flow goes wrong. You see, so many people have sat and have been indoctrinated with everyday data, false or not. Everyday people have heard something different, but the same about what's going on in the world. And quite frankly, I've gotten tired of it because Once you hear it over and over and over again, it begins to become foolishness. But the Bible says that those that are perishing, the truth of God's word is foolishness to them. They would rather hear what the world is saying to them rather than what God is saying to them. But I want you to know what will happen when your foolishness catches up with you. You know, I've I've been uh, looking at John nine. I was in a study w- with a brother and uh, he opened me up to to John uh, chapter nine about the man being born blind. And the disciples wanted to know who sinned, the man who was born blind or his parents. And Jesus was letting them know that it doesn't matter that the man was there so that they can witness the power of God whom Jesus came to this earth to to present to us. But we know that story and how that all went down. But in this chapter of John 9, I want you to see what happens when going with the flow goes wrong. You see, the blind man's parents were called into question. Just like everyone who has said they have faith, but have decided to become a friend with the world. And we know how that ends up. 
So the the blind man's parents are called into question over in John chapter nine, verse 16. This is where the man has already admitted to the authorities, which are the Pharisees at that time. They are the they are the watchdogs of of the laws of Moses, if you will. So the watchdogs of the laws of Moses has already questioned this man on his authenticity of having his sight restored to him. Well, they didn't believe him. So the Jews went and got his parents. Those who are not Pharisees, though, who those who are not watchdogs of the law. These are the congregation members. They went and knocked on the door of the blind man's parents and came back with the blind man's parents to whom the blind man's parents had an opportunity, had an opportunity to confess the faith they say they have. Rather, what they did, they chose to side with the world when they said, and they they, they said these words, he can answer for himself. He's of age. He will speak for himself. They knew that their son had been blind from birth. They knew that now their son sees. And they knew, according to what their son was telling them, they knew who opened his eyes and gave him his sight. And they had the opportunity to do so but they chose to side with the world. Now, there are those who had the opportunity to stand on the confessed word of Christ and deny siding with the world, deny the, the, the privilege, or I should say the false privileges that the world is now giving to those who side with them. But here's what 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 these people have have done as to the people in this world are doing. The parents decided to side with the world. And here's why it says in verse 22, his parents said these things because they feared the Jews for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? That sounds familiar, doesn't it, Traveling Pulpit family? Because they have in this world these temporary power-given individuals. They have been given temporary power through their God, the God of this world, the God whom they serve, they have been given temporary power and have all come into agreement so that anyone who should not take what they want to give to the world, that they should shut the world out from those people. So therefore, that means France, that means Australia, two countries that have already shut their people out because there are people there who refuse to side with the world. Now, here in the United States, you have New York, who has shut the city down, and now you have, soon to follow, Los Angeles, 
or California who will shut the city and the state down just like New York did. All because they have came, they have come into agreement with their God, with the God they serve. And they have agreed that if anyone would not take the what was given, what will be given to the people that they will be shut out. So when I look at the social media pages and I look at people with with their 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 posters and their pictures, you know, I'm doing my part. It's time for you to do yours. What has happened is the devil has done his masterful job. He has come in between mankind once again, as he came in, the four parents came in between the four parents and separated them at the, at the garden, at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He's doing his masterful job. But here is what the Bible has to say in Psalms 146. It says, verse, verse three, put not your trust in princes in a son of a man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth on that very day. His plans perish. You see, man is only temporary. His plans are not forever. They do not last forever. And by giving yourself over to the powers of this world, what you have stored up is now gone. I'm telling you the absolute truth. What you have stored up for yourself is now gone. It does not belong to you anymore. By allowing mankind to trick you into thinking that there is something so bad out here that if you take your next deep breath, you'll die. There are far more things out here worse than what they say is out here that is worse. But Psalms 146, saying it another way, put no trust in man. For there is no salvation in man. Man is temporary and his breath is limited. And when his breath departs from his body because he's limited, because his heart only has so many beats in his lifetime. Once those things are over and his breath departs from him, he returns to the earth and the plans that he had are no longer valid. So what about you? Have you gone so far as to say, if the Lord has my back, I'm going to do this. I trust in you, Lord. And if you don't want me to do this, then, then give me a sign. Well, you're already there to say those things. You've already committed yourself to the world. So therefore, God will not give you a sign. The Lord Jesus will not be on your side because you're siding with the world. And, and when you side with the world, James 4, 4 says these words that, Whoever wishes to be a friend to the world makes himself an enemy of God. So therefore, you have just committed uh, eternal damnation. You've brought it upon yourself. Now, I'm not talking to those who have relationship with Christ. I'm telling the truth to those who have gone so far as to side with the world. Because relationship with Christ means that you are secure. 
They have people running so scared right now and putting them on television, putting them on the spot in hospital rooms where it's supposed to be so bad. Why would you put a news crew, a, a camera crew in a hospital where it's supposed to be so bad? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, they got on their PPEs or, or what have you call it, but they still have an open microphone and they're still putting that open microphone to people's faces. That person is speaking into that microphone, which means those droplets are going onto that microphone. I don't understand. And people are seeing this and believing this. Someone posted on social media a picture, a video from New York, one of the New York hospitals. And, and they was talking while they were recording the video as the driver was driving by. And they said, there is no emergency. There, there are no helicopters flying over, bringing COVID bodies into the hospital. There are no ambulances flying up and down Manhattan Avenue or First Avenue or wherever, wherever they were, where the hospital was. He said, there is no evidence of this going on. And when you look around the country, where is where where are all those things? Where I live, I don't see ambulances flying up and down the road. I don't see helicopters flying overhead. You know, I wonder those things. You know why? Because I did not put my trust in man. I put my trust in Christ. I am not like the blind man's parents who are so scared of being put out of the synagogue that they won't even stand up for Christ. Because Christ has said, anyone who denies me before mankind, I will deny him before my father. So why would you take a chance like that with your salvation? Knowing that our time here is limited, knowing that mankind, the one who is in temporary power right now, his time is limited. Why would you do that to your own salvation? You see, the wide gate is what leads to eternal destruction, but it is the narrow gate that few find. And you know why few find it? Because few find it because they can see. Jesus went on to tell the Pharisees over in cha uh, chapter verse 36, 39. Jesus said, judgment for judgment. I came into this world to those who do not see may see and those who may see become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, are we also blind? Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we are, we see your guilt remains. Meaning what Jesus is saying, you have to be blind in him so that he can lead you. Otherwise, if you have sight in the world, you're leading yourself into eternal damnation. There is a world full of people who can see, have denied the power of God, have denied the presence of Christ, has denounced the existence of the Holy Spirit. These are the ones that can see. These are the ones who are in control, who are giving a, um, a trillion dollars to World Health Organization, who are giving a billion dollars to the United Nations, who are giving a uh, hundred billion dollars to government officials so that they are the real people in charge, not the people in Congress, not the not the person in the White House. No, 
Those people aren't in charge. Those people are puppets. And they all have a temporary lifespan. But with that temporary lifespan, they have stirred up so much confusion in mankind that the ears of mankind are more attuned to the world than they are attuned to the word. Therefore, Jesus is telling everyone, like he told the Pharisees, if you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. Meaning, Everyone who has accepted the word of mankind has seen their own destruction. But those who are blind in Christ are being led to salvation. This is why the, the 23rd Psalm says that the Lord is my shepherd because he leads us. David is saying, I am blind to, to the Lord and the Lord leads me beside the still waters. David is saying, I am blind and he presents me at a table in the presence of his enemies. If you are blind, the world hates you because you are on the narrow road that leads to eternal salvation. But it is those who can see that are trying to change your mind. And what's sad is that right now, even in the last hour, children, there are some who have crossed over, some who have heard the word of God, some who have believed in the word of God, but that power in the word of God that brings forth salvation was not enough for them to stay in the covering of the word of God. They have jumped over and have listened to the voice of the world and have gone out and have committed suicide with their own life, just as Adam did when he ate that fruit. It ought not to be so. So I pray, Traveling Pulpit family, that you continue to be blind, that you continue to stay blind so that the Lord can lead you. We are the sheep. There are some people who are confused and they are calling those who have gotten this vaccine. They're calling them sheep. No, they're not sheep. They're goats. We are the sheep. We are the ones that the, that the shepherd protects. We are the ones that the shepherd allows us to lean on him, that we may rest in him and draw our strength from him. We are the sheep. They are the goats. They are the ones that are going to stand in the judgment line in the, in, in the pen of the goats. They are the ones that are going to have to bow and confess and leave. We are the sheep. We are the children of the most high God. We are the ones who are going to bow, confess, and then be received into the kingdom for all eternity. Simply because we did not side with the world because we were not afraid of being put out of the synagogue. We were not afraid to to let the world go on about its temporary life because we have salvation to look forward to. 
And if this message reaches you and it touches you, I pray you share this message with someone. I pray that you share this message with someone who is on the fence that have not made a decision whether they will serve the world or whether they will serve the Lord. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That is what we will do. We will serve the Lord. How will you serve the Lord in your house? And if you know someone who's, again, is on the fence, share this message with them. If you have family members, if you have co-workers who are on the fence, don't know what to do, haven't made a decision yet because they are afraid of losing their job. They are afraid of of being a not not being able to go out and do things. If you know that person who's on the fence, share this message with them because they need to understand that it's not my voice. It, it's it's not. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a chosen vessel giving them the truth of God's word. Just as I'm giving you the truth of God's word, because we all need to a reminder. We all need to be aware, not awakened. I told I said before on, on in a previous message to be awoke or awakened means you can go back to sleep. But to be aware means you are at full alert and full attention, watching out for the things that are to to come and the things that are to come is already happening right now in the last hour. This is why we must stay aware. This is why we must stay present. We must stay present in the things that the word of God is telling us because the world is trying to put us to sleep. And there are so many that are asleep right now that are telling us, do your part, do your part. I've done mine. Do your part. No, my part is to serve the will of the Lord because in him is eternal salvation. But the will of the world is eternal destruction. Traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for allowing me to come and just share this brief message with you. I hope that it reaches you. I hope that you will share this so that it will reach someone else. You understand these are not the times that we ought to be playing around with. These are the times that we ought to be having our faith in our election sure in who we will spend eternity with. And there are some who are choosing to spend it in the lake of fire. But I do not want that for you, traveling pulpit family. I do not want that for you. I want everyone under the under the voice of Christ through the word itself I uh, uh, to 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 have an opportunity to come to the Lord. You know, I remember watching the Ten Commandments and and Charleston Heston, who played Moses, said those who are on the Lord's side come to me. But those who are on the Lord's side come to him. Let those who belong to the world go to the world. But those who belong to the Lord come to him because he is your rest. He is your your salvation. He is who you need to to endure the trials and tribulations in the last hour. And that last hour is now. So I thank you once again for just allowing me 
this opportunity to do this. I look forward to doing this with you on Wednesday, the Lord's will. And I hope that you have a great week. I hope that everything in this week goes well for you. Reach out to me on the social medias of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok at TPM0116. Now for now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion and authority before all time now and forever. Amen. God bless you, traveling pulpit family.